Hey, everybody, what is going on? Welcome back once again to a brand new episode of Sweeten Up Podcast, season number two, episode number 70. I am your host, Jeff Spencer. Thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. I greatly appreciate it, whether you have for an entire season or you are today for the first time. Thank you so much for joining us. However, if you are just joining us for the first time, take a look back at our library of 69 episodes anytime you want, anywhere you subscribe to the show. As always, if you like what you hear on the podcast today, please be sure to tell all your friends and to subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcasts so that you never miss a future episode. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Sweeten Up Podcast. With that being said, my guest on the podcast today is the boss lady, the great and powerful Vanessa Senna. Chef Vanessa Senna is the founder and owner of My Local Chefs, a new Hartford-based food delivery service that wants to be thought of as the anti-Grubhub or anti-Uber Eats. My Local Chefs launched on July 5th, 2021 with 11 Hartford-area culinary talents ranging from restaurateurs, meal prep chefs, caterers, food truck owners, farmers, condiment makers, wellness coaches, and shop owners. Deliveries are made twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. My Local Chefs makes it easy to order home-cooked meals and so much more from your favorite chefs directly to your door. Vanessa is a rock star entrepreneur and boss lady with an incredible story. We sat down together at the lovely Better Half Brewing Company located in Bristol, Connecticut and had some incredible food from Berria Dia. Seriously, you have to get out to Better Half and say hello to owners Mike and Rachel. They are the real deal. Thank you both so much for having us. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here she is, the boss lady and one of my great friends, Chef Vanessa Senna. Joining me on the podcast today, inside of Better Half Brewing Company, located on North Main Street here in Bristol, Connecticut, I am so excited because my friend is sitting across from me, the wonderful hey. Chef Vanessa Senna. And Chef Senna, it's so good to see you. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I haven't been called Chef in a long time. I feel like I've... Uh, I, I have to. I haven't graduated because I really respect chefs, but yeah. I don't even have time to cook for myself anymore. So it's just like, uh, yeah. So uh, thank you for calling. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's call me um, Ness. Ness. Well, listen, Ness. Hey. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me and, and uh, thank you so much for finding the mutual location for us to meet. This is oh, a great tell spot. tell me that. So is it better, better half, half great? Yeah. No, this is my spot. We've actually done two events here so yeah. far. It's a great spot because it actually, you can break it up, right? So you have this huge kitchen. Everybody can see live cooking. We had a cooking, um, we had a chef like challenge event. There's with nothing Xavier. like an open kitchen. Well, right. Xavier Santiago, Carlos Perez, oh. they killed it. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. Carlos was, uh, I love you know, he did something with us and Xavier won and I, I think he cheated a little bit. I think he put a little bit of crack in his food because was, everyone was like, <laughs> man, this is bomb. Oh um, so that was great. But we had, you know, we had a DJ, DJ 10-4. We had um, Darren Rivera as a comedian and host. It was super fun. Uh, we also had a games event here where it was like no holds barred. We had... I don't know, 10 events. We had uh, cornhole, um, you name it, like just table games. We had like, what are they called? Minute to win it games. 
Um, that was awesome. Oh, okay. And then so That's we worked awesome. with a couple. Yeah. We, so we. <laughs> Sounds um, like a lot of fun. Yeah. It was super fun. People were shaking their booties for, you know, $20 <laughs> gift certificates to round table pizza. It was uh, awesome. That's yeah. great. That's great. And, you know, and Bristol's cool. I don't really get to come here much. I was here a lot when I was younger playing mm-hmm. Little League Baseball. Oh. Uh, whenever tournaments brought us up here from Newtown and we yeah. come up here. So I do remember if, you know, Bristol for that. But, you know, it, it was, it's cool coming back here. And this is a great spot. And I've seen so many pictures and so many people have told me you got to get up there and go to better half that, you know, not only the space, but the people and the beer, oh, just, you know, like you were definitely. saying, the vibe, everything. So it's great to be here, and I'm really enjoying this. So uh, I'm glad you I'm like hoping it. this could be a place I could do more podcasts. <laughs> I think it can. So, I think it great. can. Ra- Rachel and my Hazel team, the owners, are yeah. amazing. Amazing. Um, they're Came so accommodating. In. Oh yeah. They're so friendly. Came yeah. in. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for the owner. They're like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, my name's Jeff. Like, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, like, oh cool, sweet, like awesome, fam. Like I love it. So uh, yeah, uh, honestly, they are amazing, and um, the space itself is mm. great. I yeah. I think it might be about time you think about having an event here too yeah you know i it's i won't i won't give away too much but i have teased the idea to people uh and someone floated it to me and i forget who it was and i apologize to have an event where i invite all my past guests to come out and uh everyone else can come out and mingle with them and it's like a big like sweeten up party that would be dope well here's the other thing so So this kitchen is awesome Chef Dave Gilmore and <laughs> Chef Rasheen Mathis, who work with who I work with, they run the kitchen part, and they would do a full on custom mm. menu for you and your guests. This it would be amazing. This is and good. It's something to think about. This is good to know. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, I can help. All right, that's cool. what I do. Cool. Well, I you know what an event I, I I can feel it. I can feel it coming. Yeah. But uh, but listen, so good to see you. Thank and you. one place I like to start with my guests, and I think I'm just gonna keep with the trend because I really like to get the perspective from my guests on how they got through last year, considering how crazy it was, you know, COVID-19, the pandemic, lockdown, everything. So how did you get by on a personal and a business front? Uh, It was tough, not going to lie. And where do I start? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I guess with the last business, we were um, meal prep. We were meal prepping. We were delivering. It was healthy food. It was a great alternative to um, pizza and Chinese. It was a, you know, and so people really took on to that. We were able to kind of um, expand our um, geographical location, and that was awesome. So we ended up going statewide instead of just being in Hartford County. So that was cool. We, you know, expanded our customer base, Um, you know, but money was still tight. Um, anytime it seemed like we jumped in volume, there came all the costs and it was like, just, then you had to split it between two owners and I don't know, I'll just leave it at that. And then, <laughs> it was tough. It was tough to actually make money. Um, gotcha. and, uh, I started seeing other chefs and other small businesses actually have to, uh, go to the national app delivery services, which are taking 25 to 35, 25 to 30% of the sale. And so they're like raising prices or they're losing profit. And it's funny you mentioned that because I heard a Grubhub commercial on my way here. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, yeah. I said it. My bad. And, uh, <laughs> and you're the uh, one that's got to pay whoops, on me. My bad. Yeah. I'll, I'll edit that out. But yeah. um, <laughs> right. But but and I thought I was like, man, I, w- I wonder what you know Vanessa thinks of of. Oh, I'll of, tell you exactly. Like so here, okay. So here's something that I'm not happy with, and I'm about to change it. Sure. I'm hoping. Okay. I am. All right. Um, City of Hartford wants to make uh, the national app, app company that starts with a D. They're their uh, trusted partner for delivery. Oh, they take that company takes twenty five percent of the the business's sales, all of their sales. 
And the reason why they're doing that is because that company promised the city of Hartford to give back to the community X amount of dollars after uh, a certain time. I see. You know how much that pisses me off? I'm telling them, I'm trying to, t I'm working with the city of Hartford right now to tell them, listen, what we do, well, the money will never leave the city to begin with. You'll, right. you'll have a hundred percent profit all the time. Right. Not only that, but small businesses are buying local. You're going to keep the money in the local economy a hundred percent. Nothing's going to leave. You're yeah. You're going to pay the, the DD app, you know, $5 million in revenue. They're going to give you back 500,000. Where's the win in that situation? You're not winning from anything. You know, you're, it's a, it's a lose situation. So yeah, when it comes to those, <laughs> those national apps, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was BS then. I think it's BS now. And I, that's when I tried to come, well, that's when I came up with this model. Like, listen, um, if everybody went to a meal prep model, it might not be ideal. I understand that, but it's an added source of revenue. It's not anything that's going to take away from what you're already doing. And we've had some actual, we've had a lot of chefs jump on board and we also had a lot of small businesses and even some, um, even some big restaurants. Um, Flora just signed with us. Oh, cool. Um, Dora, uh, Zahara signed with us and Dora Marketplace and then, nice. um, and then we have, um, you know, I think I want to talk to your boy, right? Tavy, like, I, I yeah, don't know, Jeff like, Tavey. just, hey, like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, what's up? Hi, yeah. sir. I would have be Hi, pleased sir. to meet you. Um, and I, I want to make it statewide. I want everybody to be able to order from their favorite chefs from around the state. It's going to be prepared meals, so it's not going to come to you hot, but you throw them in, you know, your fridge and then you heat them up at the, you know, you get to order them all at the same time. There's no one else doing that. And you also are making sure your chef's getting paid what they're supposed to be getting paid. You're also making sure that your small business, your restaurant that you're buying from is keeping the profit. They're making their money. Um, so that was pretty much, and that was all, that was all COVID related. That was what I was seeing well, that was happening with COVID. And I thought if there was a way to make Connecticut self-sustainable where we were buying local the chefs are getting paid what they're supposed to get paid. They're buying from local producers and local vendors, keeping the money in the state. If another pandemic were to happen, these small food businesses, these chefs, they would be okay. They would still have another form, stream of revenue. And they don't have to worry about a brick and mortar because now they can deliver all throughout the state. We do do the delivery for them. But they can deliver throughout the state and not have to worry about another brick and mortar. Jeez. Which is ideal. Well, well, while we're on this, on this topic, on this subject, I mean, yeah. let's get right into it. What exactly are you talking about? What is it? What's the new business that you just, what's the <laughs> new business that you just started? Chefs. Yeah, My local you, chefs, baby. Yeah. Mylocalchefs.com. Uh, you can go online. You can order from multiple chefs throughout the state at the same time. It is prepared food, so it will come to you. It will need to be reheated, but it's fully prepared. Uh, we actually have uh, some awesome, amazing vendors as well. Cross-Culture Kombucha from Danbury. Yes, Bing. shout out to my people in Danbury. <laughs> yeah, Liz and Ian, they're amazing. Yes. Uh, we have cold-pressed juices down in Mystic. We have Mystic Sweet Shop coming on and doing vegan. Ooh. They're the only... Uh, chocolate factory in the state that has designated vegan machinery. Wow. Right. So, so here's, so here's an example of what you can get on my local chefs. Yeah. How does it work? Okay. So let's say you're vegan. You're getting, you're, you're tired of having to vet every restaurant. You only have a limited amount of restaurants that you can actually go to in your city, county, uh, you Town, know, you're, whatever, you're lim yeah. yeah, you're limited. Sure. Um, now you have a way to go online. You look under vegan, you have <laughs> 
all the options. We're talking black bamboos coming on, floras coming on, Karma Kitchen's on there. Um, we have uh, macaroni with melt, and these are all different cuisines, and these are all um, you know, some of them are going to be healthier than others. We understand that. Obviously, vegan chocolate is not really what, but now they have that option. The, you know, so this, these are things that they would, there's nothing like that right now. And it's only happening here in Connecticut. We have gluten-free, we have a certified gluten-free kitchen, Cool. you know, so people who have celiac disease, not just gluten intolerance, they can feel safe knowing that they can order from someone and not worry about, you know, wheat or gluten actually being, you know, made in the, in the kitchen, you know, things like that. So th this is, and it's not for just them. It's for, we work with tons of different types of diet types and different cuisines. Cool. So keto, paleo, whole 30, yeah, those are big. You, you know, vegan, vegetarian, um, uh, I, I mean, low carb, low sodium, you name it, you name it, you name it. And then we even go like senior meals, children's meals, wow. student meals, student athlete meals, um, family meals, um, macro meals. You name it, you can get it. There's a chef that is out there for every type of food that you can want, and it's on that platform, and it's growing every week. We're, it's crazy. When you ask me how I'm doing, anytime <laughs> someone asks me how I'm doing, I just look like, <sighs> yeah. like, I wanted this. I prayed for this. Yeah. So I can't complain. No. I'm, I'm, I'm crazy busy. I tell, that, yeah. I tell people about your business uh -huh. and just how it works, yeah. and they just are like, they look at me like, that's genius. And that's and that's awesome. Like, how do I get involved? And I just say, go to my mylocalchefs.com. Give them my like, number. Okay. I, I listen. Oh, okay. I, I'm at the point right now where it's like they call it growing pains, right? So, you know, I'm I'm super super busy, but I have a limited amount of cash flow. Gotcha. So, you know, so I do a lot of the work. But the goal is obviously, when you talk to me in the next quarter. I, I should be set. I should be like, yeah, I'm good. I got admin. Like they can take care of that. I, cool. I I'm good. Cool. You know, I, you know, the things that, that suck is when I get home and then I have to do all the data entry or whatever. So that's uh, right now, that's the biggest issue that we're facing is that I need more cash flow. Yeah. So we're working on grants. We're working on private investing. We're working on what I actually, I need to find out right now. I think I just won a contest for market some digital marketing you know oh, really? all that kind of stuff that's yeah. awesome yeah so um but we're working every angle that we i just don't even want to call it angle because that sounds like you know skeevy but I, i'm doing everything i can to get that big cash <laughs> that big you know that big cash dump on you know and we're like yeah sure. good now i can hire and now i can really go do what i sure. want to do which is the big the big issues right the big picture issues right yeah that's so cool it's awesome wow. i love it i love it yeah. And you get to work with so many different people, unique people. It's um, so cool. All different backgrounds. And and, it, and I learn know. a lot. So I'm from Southern California. Yeah, um, take me back. Take, take, <laughs> take us back. Take me way Let's, back. Take me back. Yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, you yeah. know, bring us back a little bit. Let's let's unpeel uh, Vanessa, so to speak. And, the and, onion? And, and yeah, and look inside. the. Oh. And uh, so, so yeah, where uh, where did you grow up and what – you yeah. know, what was, what was, you know, your upbringing like and uh -huh. how did it sort of propel you to this point of being mm -hmm. a, a boss lady? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I should have worn my, I have a bracelet that says boss lady. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Chef Al Williams calls me boss lady. There you He's go. like this huge, <laughs> huge guy. And I'm like this little, like we look like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito when we're by each other. And he goes, Hey boss lady. I'm like, Oh, anyway. But, um, you know, I grew up in a low income household. My mom was a teenager when she had me. Um, 
you know, uh, Section 8 housing, um, processed foods, government cheese, as they say, powdered milk. I didn't grow up knowing healthy food. In fact, when my mom tried to feed us healthy food, it was canned, canned spinach. Have you ever tried canned spinach? Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly what you think. Have you ever had powdered <laughs> milk? That I'm not sure. I yeah, don't, I don't think weird. so. You just add water. It's weird. Um, yeah. you know, um, peanut butter is actually great. Government peanut butter is amazing. But, um, you know, I did not grow up. We had top ramen for lunch. We had 99 cent frozen pizza, Gino's pizza, shout out. So <laughs> I still love the cheap ramen though. So it's like, you know, pizza rolls, right? Put some, put some Franks yeah. on it or some Cholula. What? <laughs> on ramen? Oh, sorry. Gross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I went but there. I, you know, when I eat like that now, it's like, I look at it like, I, just a nostalgic thing. Like I don't really, you know, so, but that's what I grew up on. And it wasn't until ooh. Ooh, bring it on, Buck. What's this over here? Yes. Oh my Chef gosh. Machine is hooking it up. Chef Machine's here. So what do what do awesome. we got here, Chef Machine? We have Beria tacos, got some yucca fries, of course the authentic oh, Beria consomme. Oh. And then it's our uh, signature 420 Beria Dia. Beria Dia. Let me get it right. Oh my gosh. Beria Dia. And a loaded street corn. Oh. Uh, that's our famous street corn. So Oh my gosh. You know, Enjoy this guys. looks incredible. Three different dipping sauces. Thanks, oh, Chef. Oh, my God. It. Thanks, Chef. Yeah, better half. Oh, my God. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Thank you, Chef. Thank you. Oh, my God. We are, totally. not, we are not worthy. <laughs> right. Not uh, worthy said, right. You know what? These, uh, this is a new concept from oh. uh, Chef Rasheem Mathis and David oh Gilmore. I mean, um, you know what? I'll talk. You bite. Oh, my gosh. Well, I got to get, well, I gotta Go get my it. phone out. Let's be honest here. Pictures need to need to be taken. Wow, this yeah, food you, is unbelievable. Yeah, you fries. I got to try those. I think those are going to be the first first wow. time I try them wow. even myself. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh I told my, you. Oh we're going to take care of you. This They're going to take care of you. This is unbelievable. Yeah. So okay, I'll, yeah, I'll so, keep talking. Yeah. yeah so keep, so yeah. definitely, you know, um, my sister and I grew up not having having the best food. And plus, my mom was young, and she went back to school. So, you know, we she she came home, and she was really too tired. She didn't really um, have the means or, or have the know-how. To, to cook healthy food. And so as I got older, um, and one of my missions now um, is understanding kind of how lower income families, how they work, underserved families, communities, how, you know, how what they're rely, relying on for food sources. And uh, it's my mission to make sure that we have healthy food accessible to, to these kids. No, it's not fair for, for them to grow up on a uh, Top ramen and frozen pizzas. It's understandable why they do because obviously the cost, the price point, and convenience. Um, but also, when you go into a lower income community, what do you see nothing but fast food, right? But you go into rich neighborhoods, you heart you don't see a Burger King, you don't see a KFC. Whole Foods isn't hanging out in you know <laughs> in uh, you know the bad parts of New Haven or, or Hartford, right? They're they're going to be in the night. So what I am setting out to do. The consumer obviously has this awesome, you know, with the website, they're able to order. It's a, it's a convenient. They're able to get everything for one low delivery price, $6. That's it. Anywhere in the state. So that's great for the consumer. But what I'm trying to do on to the corporate side is to, you know, start partnering with health organizations, athletic programs, um, nonprofit organizations. We just partnered with Make-A-Wish Foundation. 
So, oh, I love them. Yeah, right. They're amazing. So they invited me out to Trumbull. Um, you know, they want to have a presence out in Hartford and they want to be able to work, you know, work with the chefs for cooking demos. The kids need to learn oh, how to great. cook. They want to work with events, um, you know, big, not, you know, big charities, things, charity events, you know, things like that. So that's amazing. We're working with Purple Light Foundation right now. Um, and that's to help the mental, war- uh, mental health ward for Hartford Hospital. We're working with Hartford Hospital. Um, we're working with different um, different schools. And, um, and I'm trying to think. There's one more. Oh, St. Joe's University. Oh, cool. You know, so there's a bunch of cool. We're, actually, that's not Duran. UConn Health. But we're working with um, pregnant women. They're doing, um, what is it called? A clinical trial. So they're going to be working with pregnant women who have gestational diabetes. The chefs are going to come in, create menus. Wow. And, you know, so there's a lot, a lot going on. And it's honestly to just make sure that people understand and they're educated about what healthy food is and how delicious it can be and how accessible it can be. Um, I'm definitely open to working with tons more nonprofits and to get them working with our chefs to create menus, more cooking demos, meals, get them fed, things like that. Wow. Wow. It's a necessity. We have to do this. Yeah. That is a lot going on though, man. It's a lot going Holy on. Crap. I told you. Holy I'm not crap. like I'm just not running a business. I'm trying to do as much philanthropy as possible. It, tell me, tell me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this this food is unbelievable. Yeah. These tacos are well it's not well quesadilla taco mm-hmm. burrito combination oh, here. Uh, supposedly yucca fries are, oh. are where it's at. I've never had a yucca oh, fry. No? Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. Oh, the crunch. Sauce too. Hmm. <laughs> that's amazing. This is yeah. incredible. I'm glad you glad you like it. Not like I had anything wow. to do with it, but <laughs> the, yeah, the meat is just insane. Um, I want to say, and I'll ask when Rasheen comes back. Yeah, I think that's bison you're eating. Is it? Yes. So listen to this. How amazing it is. And uh, like I said, I um I uh. work with Dave, Chef David Gilmore. He's actually well, I can't tell you. There's a secret. We're collaborating on something awesome. But anyway, right. um, Chef Gilmore. Take it away. Yeah, thank you. So Chef David Gilmore actually owns a farm. And they have a bunch of organic produce, things like that, that are there. But they also have bison. I'm not sure if it's the only bison farm, but I would assume so because I haven't heard about many other bison farms here in Connecticut. So they actually uh, raise the bison themselves on the farm. Don't think they slaughter them, but they use all the bison. So I think what he sh- – well, I, I'm pretty sure he uses them for the tacos that we're having right now. And then I think you can also start finding some of his bison – Ground bison for burgers and whatever. Yeah. It's on another level, right? Oh, my gosh. Near me, this reminds me of um, Mariposa Taqueria. I talk about them all the time on the show. (laughs) Um, Huge, huge fan of them. Mm -hmm. They're right near my apartment. And this reminds me of that. Just like The Mexican food? Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just um, amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely absolutely amazing. Wow, this is so good. This is so, so good. I'm sure they they like the fact that you love it. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely – oh, man. Yeah, this is this is a go-to. I'll this, be back here a lot. This is the new new. <laughs> yeah, having them fresh also, and it, it's tough to find a place that has birria tacos. So being able to come here is uh, pretty awesome. And then you get great beer, great atmosphere, great food. It's a win-win. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so was it? Oh, were you were you always messing around with food, or was there something else you were um, doing? Like what what did, what were you doing sort of later on in your, your you know your teen years later and stuff? On, 
Uh, music. music. So okay. I, went, I had my um, I went and got my audio engineering degree. Oh. Worked for RCA Records for a little bit. Oh, worked yeah. for Larrabee Recording Studios in Hollywood. Wow. Got to work with some really cool artists. Um, I started my first startup, which was in events. Um, so that's I was 27, and um, I um, I didn't like it so much in because I was working with contractors and it was for like staff and entertainment. So those people are very unreliable. <laughs> um, they give me more headaches. I mean, we were successful. It was lucrative, but it was just, it was headaches and it was never really what I wanted to do. I went to culinary school, pastry school, and uh, I went back in the kitchen and then I realized I, <laughs> I hated working <laughs> for people. Like that's not me, man. Like I, um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty fast and efficient and I have all these ideas and I'm like, I'm a go-getter and it feels like I was in a I was a bird in a cage working for other people that were, you know, um they didn't allow me to be free and work at my own pace and they kept me limited to, you know, what I could learn and what I could do and it was so frustrating and I just was like, you know what? I really love running small businesses. Like, you know, I did it. I loved it. What if I could marry that with my passion for food? I had gotten asked to come up to Connecticut to partner in the last business. I jumped on it. Um, things happened and it didn't end so well. But what came out of it was, I think, um, a blessing that it was a blessing in disguise. What's happening right now, it's moving so fast at the, at the pace that I like that I know this is where I need to be. Um, I know that so many people are jumping on board that want to be a part of it. Whether it is a nonprofit or whether it is Hartford Hospital or whether it is the Hartford Yard Goats or CCSU or St. Joe's University or UConn Health or Make-A-Wish Foundation or all, anything else, they're coming to me. And I've been, I, you know, like it, there's something to this. There's something to this. I'm going to ride this until the wheels fall off and right. uh, I'm, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. How long have you been in Connecticut? Almost two years. So November hmm. 3rd will be two years, what's but your, it's gone by your, so fast. What's your thoughts on, on being here? I mean, it's I'm sure it's, yeah. quite, it's quite the change. And, you know, which, which do you prefer? Do you really miss California? I don't think I've had a real opportunity to kind of see what Connecticut's all about. I got here, and it was winter, yeah, you just been, and then COVID. You've just been grinding, yeah. So, yeah, and then also that. So I can help with that. I can, I'll can i show you Connecticut. Please, yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, um, I it's sad and yeah the grinding part sucks and anytime I get a chance I get some vacation time I go visit my family I'm like my family's huge yeah I've seen that we're all like so supportive of each other I love my family so much so any chance I get I go there but I'm also gonna not gonna lie like I miss traveling I we're gonna finally I'm booking my first international trip for beginning of next year nice. I want to get the hell out of here not it, not Connecticut. I just want to get away. I want to go abroad. Um, go get it. But Connecticut, the people are amazing. The people are awesome. So supportive. Um, I, I we I like what we like. I think that's the thing here. Like if people what? like us, we we really like what we like. Once we like something here, yeah. <laughs> like we have all these phases of things we like. But uh -huh. but when we like when we you know when when people in Connecticut really enjoy something, mm -hmm. we support the hell out of it. Well, I think yes, and I think there's just this form like there's sense of community yeah, here that, that I never got Closeness in Southern and, California. Yeah. You don't get that in California, right? Yeah. The first thing when you Small go to California, state. I think that's what it yeah. is, but the values are also different. Yeah. So that makes a big difference. Gotcha. The first thing if you're in LA or in Newport Beach, Orange County, and you meet someone new, the first thing they ask you is what do you do? Why? Why huh. does it matter? 
Well, because they want to see if you're going to further their career, right? Yeah. Or they want to see if you have a big house or yeah. you're someone of value in order for yeah. them to talk to. Hey, do you have connections? I, hate that. You know. I do. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, so I, you know, when I come here, I'll tell you this much. I don't see Gucci. I don't see fancy, you know, I hardly see Lamborghinis or Ferraris or anything like that. I actually hardly see any European cars at all. But, you know, they're sprinkled in here and there. Um, but I don't see people with Gucci belts or Louboutins or anything like that. But you know what people in Connecticut have? They have beautiful homes and their children are educated. They make sure their children go to good schools. They make sure they have good homes, are worried about the retirement, worried about things like that. Um, in Newport Beach, in L.A., everyone's flashy, everyone's showing off, but they rent their house. <laughs> they're in credit card debt, but they're, you know what I mean, but they're show off. Gotcha. So, um, the values are different, and I appreciate the value system here and what Connecticut brings. And um, I, I don't see myself – it's weird because I do miss my family a lot, but I can't see myself moving back to California. It just it doesn't make sense. I don't feel like I'm that's me anymore. Like when I lived in Newport Beach, that's what, well, that's what I was about. I had – Louis Vuitton bags that I never used. You know, I had, it was just dumb thousand dollar dresses that I'd go to Vegas in, um, and, and think I was cool. And now I have no desire for that. Like everything I want to do is to help other people and to, whether it's a small business, individuals, families, communities, like I want to help. I feel like there's purpose here. I was brought here for a reason and I, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I, I'm here for a reason. God put me here for a reason. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yes. That's Thank so you. cool. Do you want to take a quick break and eat a little bit of food? Hell yes. All right. Let's do that. <laughs> so we took a quick break just then, and uh, I stuffed my face. And uh, <laughs> We stuffed our faces. We, <laughs> listen, I, sh- I, sh- I shoved it in my mouth like a, like a shovel. It was, I think there was at one point you just stopped breathing. You just turned blue, but the, the tacos were still going yeah, in. Yeah, usually when I eat uh, amazing food, I stop breathing. I start <laughs> I start sweating. Actually, people at work have noticed that, like, uh-huh. they're like, you notice you, like, sweat when you eat? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I love yeah. food, and yeah. Not going to lie, you resembled a duck at like, one point. <laughs> it just, no swallowing, just. Yeah. <laughs> if, listen, if, if eating and, you know, and sweating was a Olympic sport, I'd be. I'd be uh, summer 2026, I'd be, I'd be maybe. doing good things for myself. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, this was amazing. We had. Burrito tacos. We had a quesadilla burrito taco combination with bison in it. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't Shredded say that right. Bison. Freaking, um, Try. Go. What is it? Birriadilla. Birriadilla. There you go. I did it. Not <laughs> really, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Yeah. Um, no, but we had yuca fries. Street corn. Street corn. Yeah. This is unbelievable. And, and you know, the drippings on the side so you can pour it and, mm-hmm. and three different dipping sauces. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Compliments to the chef. <laughs> Chef Rasheed Mathis, guys. He and I go awesome. way back. Yeah. Awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. Amazing food. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah, he's awesome. Absolutely incredible. So what are, you know, what are some other things like when you're not doing the My Local Chefs and everything like mm-hmm. that, which you're working a lot and we, that's, yeah. we talked about that, but like if you get like even like a millisecond of free time, what do you like to do with it? Uh, there are probably two things I'm doing in my spare time right now. Um, one is football. It's football season. That's right. We were just so talking. I'm you a, love football. I am a big sports fan in general. So <clears throat> Who's your um, team again? Los Angeles Rams. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> my bad. I know. Yeah. You, you went out to the stadium. Oh, uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so you're stoked they're back. You're stoked. Oh, so stoked. So I, who I'm, are you rooting for before? St. Louis Rams? No, no, God, no. No, I like my L.A. teams besides college football. Why I do like UCLA, but okay. I'm a Notre Dame fan. Gotcha. Football only. Um, but, um, no, I was a Rams fan when I was a little girl. We would go to the Coliseum. That's and awesome. And then um, when they left, I actually didn't have a team, and I really didn't even follow football, just gotcha. kind of like Super Bowl or big games. And then um, when they came back, Man, you're I having a, a couple, great couple season. years, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> With the football team coming back and the company. Yeah, I, we got you're season crushing. tickets. <laughs> we like, you know, we had a mate, you know, we got out there and I, I'm a big sports fan, like I said. So That's for so us cool. to have a football team already, it was like, yeah, and the Chargers don't count. But um, <laughs> my cousin actually works for the Chargers, so she'll probably be mad, but they don't count. So, um, That's cool. you know, Rams. And then uh, uh, if not, if not watching football. So on Sundays, it goes right. church football and nice. i'm very fortunate that church ends at 12 45 nice. games start at 1 120 and I, my sunday's great that's pretty much how i spend my sundays that's awesome we were talking about how i'm a jets fan so basically <sighs> you know there's no season it ended before it started and then it ended and then it just ended recently <laughs> again it ends a bunch of times during the season many times wait didn't you guys win your first game no, we're 0-3, 0-4, oh. which is, <laughs> oh, which honestly is fine because uh, I have zero expectations for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I like to say is, is Jets, just end the season. <laughs> oh my, did you make that up? Because that's actually really, that is funny, that's clever. Yeah, no, I didn't make it up, I heard it, but it's, well, I've been told it a lot, so. Just end the season. By Patriot fans. Oh, okay. Well, that's the question I have. So So when uh, Mike and Rachel come on, I'll even ask you, you've been around her long enough. Sure. Uh, My dad called me today and said, what is everyone thinking about Tom Brady and coming back to play the the Pats? Because over here, that's all anyone's talking about. Yeah, it's happening soon, right? Sunday. Right wow. or well, I don't know, their next game. I got to yeah. look at the sketch, but uh, it'll have already happened when this comes out. But right, but and so is, it'll be interesting to. What see I want to our... hear from some Pats fans, they're <laughs> Pats fans. What what are what are people thinking? Are they oh, rooting Brady? Fans. Are they rooting Belichick? Oh, they're gonna love me. Are they? Oh, they're just gonna laugh like all yeah. the rest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like what well, I, I want to hear about. Uh, yeah. What what are what are some? I wish we can go live and get some Pats fans to call. Are you rooting Brady or are you rooting Pats? Oh my God! It takes me back to when I did a radio show with my friend at Muhlenberg College, taking phone calls. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is this WFAN? This <laughs> hey, can I get a large pizza? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is wrong. Yeah, phone the, number see, guy. The, the podcast has got to, we got to step it up soon. We got to get the ability to, to have callers and, and yeah, all the I'm fancy actually, things. There's got to be. No, there is. Yeah. There is. We'll, uh, we'll get there eventually. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. P- pitch in the extra We're bare bones bucks. in it right now. <laughs> I heard you like to bare bones. <laughs> oh, jeez. Gosh, I Ba-dooms. did not say that. Look at that. Talking about ribs, guy. Coming out hot with the. <laughs> with the <laughs> Coming in, with coming the in jokes. hot. That, that's what he said. Coming, coming in hot. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Look at the jokes. They're starting. I'm done. That was my last All one. All right. No. You get a little bit of beef in me. And- See, Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa Senna. She's well, she's on a roll. She's going to be at uh, um, the Comedy Cellar tonight. Uh, <laughs> what's what's below and, the cellar? Yeah, the dungeon. That's where I'll be. Yeah. The comedy dungeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my vinyl gear. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, with everything that you're doing, uh, one thing I do like to ask my guests, especially business owners, mm-hmm. is what are some of the best parts about what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And what are some parts where just you're like, ah, oh, like you want to just rip your hair out? Uh, best, absolute 
best part is I am be I am able to create what I want to do in life. I this is all brand new. Nothing. Yes, I'm pulling. I'm pull, pulling from other models, right? But I, I'm making it my own. I'm doing what I want. I'm creating my role, and there's nothing like that. There's nothing else that compares to being able to create your life, create your role, and what you want to do, how you see it. You're, you're. Cre- I'm creating it. That's amazing. And uh, the the tough thing is is that you get busy, right? Because like for me, I get so excited when these new opportunities come up and it's amazing. And I call my family and I, we cry. I'm like, can you believe this is happening? And we're so happy and excited. But then all the work behind it starts to pile up and you get to a point where, you know, I woke up this morning, something wasn't right on the website. I knew that was going to take me time. I didn't have. Right. And I sat down in front of my laptop and I, and I cried for about a minute. Gotcha. Just because it's it's tiring. Yeah. It's super duper tiring. Um, it's like great. Another thing. Here, here's here's one thing that I'm going to say that's not of popular opinion. Sure. I recently went to a networking event. It was a, a women's business networking event. Oh yeah, yeah. And they had uh, a panel. All the women I respect, but this seems to be kind of the saying that I don't I don't follow along with, which is. If you're passionate about what you do, just start your business. If there's never going to be a right time to start your business, so just start it now. And I think that's the biggest disservice anybody could ever tell an aspiring business owner. I think, no, the total opposite. If you're going to start a business, you need to understand what you're getting yourself into. And that's financially. You need to have your business plan or at least an idea of how your model is actually going to work. Logistics, how, is, how are you going to get from A to Z? Because how much is it going to cost you to do that? How many, what are you actually doing? Are you providing a service? Or are you selling a product? How many customers are you going to need? How many products are you going to need to sell? You're going to get to the point where you're going to work a whole bunch and finally you're going to make enough money to have an assistant or to have, but what is that number? How hard are you going to have to work before that comes up? There are all these questions that are basic any small business owner should know going in before they start their business. It's a lot of work. And I know all of these answers. I know what I'm getting myself into. Obviously, I'm taking that leap. I know. But it's still time consuming. It's still stressful. And it's still tough. You're going to go through growing pains until you get to a point where you're making money hand over fist. You're always going to get to the point where you're working so much for a little bit of reward. And then you're going to hit that next mark. And you have to understand that. Um, I, you know, actually, Rachel, who's the owner of uh, Better Half, she just put out a meme. It said, uh, I didn't want to work a nine to five, so I'm working a 24-7. <laughs> Welcome to being a small business owner. Yeah. That's what it's like. That's so true. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That's good. I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when when you own a business, you're, you're tied to the hip. You know, you're, you're there a lot. I mean... One thing I, I know, you know, one thing I, I knew before I started this podcast so with all the chefs and business owners I've talked to, um, when I asked them about free time, they just, you know, they laugh because it's yeah. like I'm tied. I'm there all the time because that's how successful business owners do it. And that's right. how it gets done. And right. it doesn't get done any other way right. unless you're there. Well, that's a small business doing owner. what you got to do. That's how it's, it's yeah. going to be. Yeah, um, until will, you can start yeah. training people and trusting those around exactly. you. Exactly. But then you get there trust and then huge. the reward is so great. Like, We're What is only, it like for you being able to trust people? 
Is it, is it hard or not really? Okay. So when I had my first, um, my first startup, I hired people to train them. Um, and some of them were good. Some of them were as, as one would expect. Um, especially when you're talking sales, some people have it, some don't. So, you know, it was, it ended up being good for the most part because I ended up getting a good team. Um, but also my competitors had failed and I was able to get their best of the best. And then my company ended up growing that way. But with this particular, with this business, I'm doing the opposite. So I'm actually reaching out to people who are experts in their field already. So I have a marketing team that knows more about marketing than I do. I have, um, a PR team that knows more about PR than I do. I am the salesperson and I, I can, I can sell ice to an Eskimo. So (laughs) I, I I haven't found anybody who could do what I do and and I can bring, bring people together, but I purposely sought out people who were experts so I could trust them and they would have that autonomy because that's essentially what everybody wants in their life. They want to be able to also have their role and, and take charge of their role. So I think right now it's just a perfect marriage of everybody I have on my team. They can come to me and, you know, I have bookkeepers and accountants and consultants and, and they come to me and they pose whatever I need to see and they help me make the decisions and I trust them 100%. It makes my life so much easier. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. And, you know, I know earlier you were touching on certain events and certain things you were doing in the state. And one of those things that I saw, which is really cool, which you briefly touched on, and I want—I would love for you to elaborate, yeah. is uh, what you were doing with the Hartford Yard Goats. Because we have a baseball ah, team, yeah. um, a minor league team that's associated uh-huh. with the Colorado Rockies, which yeah. is super cool. And I've been to the stadium, but not for Yard Goats game. I was actually watching my brother-in-law play in his league. It's uh-huh. the Greater, uh, Greater Hartford Twilight Baseball League. Shout out to that's them. That's awesome. Uh-huh. And uh, sometimes they play at Dunkin' Donuts Stadium once or twice during their season. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been there for Yard Goats game, but talk to me about what you were doing. Dunkin' Donuts Stadium is, is awesome. So here's the cool thing so now. It, so part it. of this partnership. So I'll, I'll talk about the partnership first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it really was, I won a contest, Small Business Sunday where they said you can come out and you can you go on the field and talk about your business to the fans. And, I, of course, that's, like, my jam. So I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. You're up Don't on the big it. screen. You're hey, up on the jumbo yeah, right? yeah. Like this, yeah, little Danny DeVito lookalike. Oh, hey, everybody. So I, I got up there. But I leveraged it as I was super surprised because when they told me I could do that, I, you know, I was talking to the assistant GM. I was like, can I also have a table? Can I give you my, my logo? Can you have it on the screen? Can you do this? And he's like, so he told me what real estate I could have. So he's like, we can go ahead and give you a table. You can hand out flyers. You could talk about the business. Cool. So my marketing team said, why don't we do a giveaway? You know, we'll capture emails. We'll get people signed up on the website that way. And then, you know, you'll have a giveaway. So we ended up actually getting a couple hundred people signed up. Nice. Just from that game. But then I leveraged that. I didn't stop there. And that, and I was really surprised then because I was the only small – there was five of us, and I was the only small business that had anything other than just the announcement. They all had access to it, but none of them asked. And this is where I'm going to get. Do the ask. Everybody, if you're a small business owner, if you're up and coming, do the ask. Ask. Don't be afraid. The worst they're going to tell you is no. No. And you already don't got it. So, so you have nothing to lose, right? Exactly. Do the ask. So I did. That's and, how you uh, can see how passionate and into this you are. That's so cool. It, I, I love I, it. I, I can see the drive just like <laughs> just oozing out of you. Oh, no. I think that's some bad idea. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I went from there. 
I, I did enough. I leveraged it again. I talked to the assistant, assistant GM. I said, can I feed you guys? Can we, everyone's got to eat. Can we feed you? He said, let's talk. Ended up talking with him and their GM and someone, someone else in sponsorship. And they said, okay, if you can feed the press, the front office, um, we'll give you real estate on a handful of games where you're going to get the LED, you're going to get 100 free tickets, you're going to get the banners, you're going to get the PA announcements, you'll get all of it, you'll get the pro, all of it, feed us, and, and we'll, it, was, it will be an exchange. And I said, okay, and they said, and then you'll get preference when we actually have to feed the team or, or we have events, things like that. Oh. So it was just, um, and, and honestly. Don't mind if I do. Right, exactly. And, um, you know, when I went to the different chefs that would want to participate, they were like, wait, I only have to come up with X amount of meals because the cool thing about what we do is I have tons of chefs on my roster. So any chef who wants to join into these exchange, they're not coming out. There, it was 15 meals per chef. That's nothing. They were like, oh, 15 meals, yeah. And I get all my name up there, yeah. And I get to go to the games for free, yeah. F, yeah, I want to do this. Heck, yeah. And then, uh, and then it went with CCSU was the same thing. Now we're, we partnered with the whole school, I was the just, whole university. I was just going to say, I've seen posts where you're feeding, feeding athletes and these, these college of them now. At, oh. All of them now. We just literally, part, like, I, like signed to two days ago. Um, so how does it work? The chefs come out with the food and just go to work? I mean, that's... We agree to play their men's and women, uh, feed their men's and women's basketball teams. And in exchange, we get the Jumbotrons, banners, PA announcements, programs, yeah. website, wow. all of it. We, um, we even give them a one-sheeter that they give to the opposing universities that come on. And they say, this is who you need to order from when you're coming onto our campus. Wow. So, and then hopefully that gets into who, we start does, feeding them. How does it work? Who brings the food? Do they have my it? And, my my so company. So because we're cool. we're in charge of the website, I do my thing, which is I get build these partnerships. I also help with sales and trying to, you know, do the online sales. Interesting. Um and then we handle the logistics and then we handle the delivery. Wow. So all the chefs have to do is create the menus and fulfill the orders. Put their capes on and just fly on over. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. So our next photo shoot is going to be every chef that participated in CCSU's uh, exchange program. We're all going down there. We're all going to be under the Jumbotron. And we're all just going to be like celebrating and high-fiving and be like, yeah, this is awesome. Like this is going to be the first of many, many things. Or maybe Yard Goats was the first, but... We have so many, so many more things even in the works, but it's awesome. It's fun and exciting. It's a lot of work, but it's the reward's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And this is why I love doing this show because I love, <laughs> I love finding out why people do what they do, the drive behind it, yeah. everything like that. I feel like it's so important to learn from people such as you to have that drive and, and, and kick it into high gear and don't be afraid to, to really, you know, work mm -hmm. super hard and put everything you got into yeah. it. And, and I think, um, yeah. And start right away. Don't yeah. wait. Well, know what you're getting yourself into. Well, true. And I will. I, I will. I will, I will. I will. Okay, I'm not uh, Yosemite Sam. I definitely. I don't think I would be. It would be a lot slower starting out, and I would be putting out a lot more money, which small businesses don't have, if I wasn't aware of what I was getting myself into, and that's. You're, people are going to waste money and they're going to waste time if they don't do the planning ahead of time, if they don't understand the financials behind it and the time that you're going to need to spend in order to get to a place where you need where you want. Man. So 
definitely, you know, kind of get a plan. And it doesn't have to be 100% uh, like a business plan business, but at least understand your model. A lot of people, that's the other thing too, right? They come to me. I get so many small businesses or, uh, you know, uh, potential small food businesses. I want to own a food trailer. Okay. So what, what do you have in mind? How are you going to do it? Well, I want to buy a trailer and I'm going to go to parties. How are you going to go to parties? You know, um, you know, I know my friend said that, you know, they'd book me for their kid's party. Well, they have one kid. Yeah. Well, that kid has one party. Yeah. That's not going to pay for your trailer. How are you going to get these bookings? You know, there's, there's so much to think about and that's just a small trailer. This isn't a big logistics type of scenario that I'm trying to do. So (laughs) know what you're getting yourself into. Talk to people who own, you know, like businesses and, um, get a consultant score.org. You'll get a free consultant. They'll walk you through all of it for free. They'll hold your hand. They'll make sure you get funded everything for free. Wow. Yeah. That's how I started. Um, I I've heard of score. I came cool. up here. I, I, I already, when I was in California, I had already booked my mentor in Connecticut. I think I met him the second day I was in Connecticut and I said, help me with this business. And he said, I got you. Joe Waxman, big ups. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So this is super impressive. This is like, and this is so cool. Like I, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm like learning so much. And, and yeah, thanks. Wow, unbelievable. Mylocalchefs.com. Mylocalchefs.com. Thank you. Wow, crazy, absolutely yeah. crazy. And wow, we covered so much. I mean, is there anything else that you want to cover? I mean, where are you on social media and everything yeah, like that? And, my and maybe local chefs. shout out. You know, who are some of the chefs on your roster? You're talking about your yeah. roster. You got, oh, you got a fantasy so team my, going my, here. <laughs> I always say, I always tell them they're my favorites. There's actually. A handful that I continuously work with just gotcha. because I consider them my road dogs, really, not my favorites. But it's uh, Chef Al Williams from Sweet and Savory Chef. He's awesome. He's actually having a pop-up brunch here on Sunday. If you're bu- if you're not busy on Sunday, come back up here. Oh, my gosh. He's making shrimp and grits and red velvet pancakes and, oh. uh, I don't know, ever, uh, yeah, you you name it. Uh, and then uh, James ba- Chef James Bannon from Box Bistro. He's like my meal prep guy. So he's, he's feeding the athletes. He's awesome. Sweet. Uh, macaroni with Mal, Mallory Ann. Um, she's amazing. She makes handmade pastas and, uh, macarons, uh, French macarons. So they're, they're great. Um, fire and spice, vegan karma kitchen. Uh, so chef Chris Haylett of, uh, fire and spice in Hartford, uh, chef Liz Alina over in, uh, karma kitchen down in mystic. Both of them are vegan chefs. We just signed on Casey, chef Casey from, uh, Flora. So you'll be seeing him, uh, chef Sunny. Poe, I uh, I should know his last name. Chef, I think from Black Bamboo. Who else? Uh, Chef Dorian Puka, Scott Miller from Zahara, and from Doro Marketplace. Chef Lori Wisen, caught, <laughs> and she's the uh, make it gluten free. Uh, Chef Salome from as wellness. She makes amazing snacks. Uh, Chef Kim Prada from Try Power Bites. I know I'm missing all ton. Oh, Liz and Ian Sepos from cross culture and there's a handful I'm missing and I'm so sorry guys and uh I, I'll I'll shout you out That's in fine. tomorrow. That's oh, a lot. Wow. Oh it's yeah we have a couple coming on tomorrow. I oh I'm I'm hosting my own TV show. Oh now. yeah we on, got that going on tomorrow yeah, morning. What's that? Uh, Fernandez Farmstead, Sandy Nemet, um and the Nemet family. So they're um or Fernandez family. Yeah what is um, it that you're doing with that? I was a guest on one of the shows and they were like would you mind doing hosting your own show with your chefs? And it would be like a fun food question, you know, type of sure. thing. And uh, so I, this is, I guess our, this is our fourth episode. And I, I, every other week I go on, so whatever. Uh, yeah, so eight weeks now. 
and uh, it's fun. So tomorrow's the steak episode. All about steak. I have a master, uh, grill master, uh, Gary McNeff from Grandpa's Best Barbecue, and Sandy Nemet from Fernandez Farmstead talking all about beef and steak, questions, answers, funniness, hopefully. Hopefully they're funny. You guys better be funny. <laughs> yeah. So good stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. What a cool company. You are awesome. You are awesome. I'm so glad we got to do this. You know, one last thing I like to ask my guests before they leave me. Yeah. Is a question I've been asking a lot of my guests mm -hmm. and I'm going to keep it going because okay. I figure why not? You know, don't, don't break the, don't fix what's not broken. Mm -hmm. So that question is considering, you know, you're new to the state, very yeah. new, but here in Connecticut, and I'm sure you know this pizza is king. We're number one. We have the best pizza <laughs> in the world and no, in the, in the country. Uh -huh. And what I like to ask my guests is, and I don't know how, how, how often you get to go to New Haven, Connecticut, mm -hmm. but I love to go out there, and obviously, there's a bunch of kings, a bunch of titans over there of New uh -huh. Haven Pizza. So when you're over there, is you know what? Is there a place you've been that you really liked? Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite pizza place when you go over there? And then around the area that you live in Connecticut, yeah. do you have some go-to pizza places and go-to restaurants that? Oh yeah. When you don't feel like cooking, you're like, oh, I know, where oh, yeah. I know where I'm going. Oh yeah, babe. Okay. Uh, so New Haven. Um, I've only been to Delegna and to oh, – so um, What's the one that everyone knows? Frank Pepe? Fra yeah, Frank Pepe. <laughs> or Sally. I, mean, I haven't been to Sally's. Yeah, so Sally's. I was on my way to Sally's. Sally's I, is probably the best. Okay, that, and that's what I've heard. So I was, but I like Delegna. We were driving to Sally's, and we called to make a reservation, and they said, <laughs> four <laughs> hours. And we were like, fudge. So we went and had Frank Pepe again, and it was okay. It's good, but I want to try Sally's. They used um, to be cash only till like recently, as they should be. Like yeah. you know, why yeah, pay yeah. taxes? Old you don't school. have to. Yeah, yeah. Mobsters don't pay taxes. <laughs> um, and then um, in Hartford, Blind Pig. Blind Pig is you're joking. Never heard of it. Whoa. I mean, I don't. I don't I'm a Fairfield County boy. Whoa. I don't really get. No. I don't really get up here too much. I no, really you don't. Have to, you have to. You have to. The only time I they come up this way is, is when I pass through Hartford to go to Northampton, Massachusetts. Because <laughs> I love it over Actually, there. you should. There's but, no no reason why. No, I, um, they have smoked wings. Okay, and I know you didn't ask me. You asked about the pizza. The pizza's great. Wood fire. They make all their own sauces. I love too, wings. And uh, their wings are fire. So between the two of them, you can't go wrong. I love wings. I love pizza. I love come visit. I love. I love a lot of things. But no, I, I, I do love Hartford. I actually used to play in a band that would play at Webster Theater in Hartford. Yeah, you told me you played the accordion. And, um, the accordion? <laughs> actually, it was the tambourine, but I appreciate you. The your, xylophone. Your, I appreciate you remembering. Yeah, um, it's the triangle. <laughs> no, but I, I, I got to get I got to say, you know, West Hartford's got some booming restaurants and it's a booming area over there. And I got to get over there. And Come on. One of those reasons, because I got to see my boy X over at the place to be. Yeah. I know he just moved over there and he's coming on the show soon. And I'm excited about nice. that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So I do have to get over to Hartford. You're right. And up, I, I got to come up here more often because... I don't know. I sometimes I just stick in my little Fairfield friends, County bubble, man. but I, I got to branch out. You have a friend in me, so that's awesome. You can call me up, best. and we'll 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 hang. We'll chill. You're the best. You're the best. You're the, you're the absolute best chef. And um, listen, Vanessa Senna, mylocalchefs.com. She's killing it, crushing it. Go check the website out. Oh, I have a promo code. And you, oh, this is great. And yeah. use the promo code. So. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to make it up, but by the time it airs, I'm going to it'll, it'll be on there. Awesome. So, what do we want to call it? Sweeten up. Oh man, Jeff Spencer, Jay Spencer. 
Let's do, yeah, let's do like sweeten up. Okay, so S-W-E-E-T-N-U-P. Yep. So mylocalchefs.com, use promo code sweeten up. Sweet. You'll get 20% <laughs> off your first order. Oh my gosh, Try guys. our service and love it. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. Do you hear that right now? Mylocalchefs.com, put in code sweeten up and get 20% off your first order. Awesome. Wow, that is so cool. Thank you for that. Welcome. For my great listeners. Yay! I appreciate it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is awesome. Well, listen, thank you so much. I hope you have a great night. This was awesome. My the pleasure. food is awesome. Oh my god! I mean, I'm gonna like I said before, I'm gonna sleep like a baby. And um, thank you so much. So You're I'll welcome. see you soon. You're definitely gonna come back on. You got <laughs> it. All right. You got it. So. Huge thanks once again to my guest on the podcast today, the wonderful chef Vanessa Senna. Vanessa, I had a great time with you over at Better Half Brewing Company. I can't wait to do this again soon. And I wish you and my local chefs nothing but the best on everything moving forward. And as I like to say, onward and upward. Yet again, another episode of Sweeten Up is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate your feedback and support. As a reminder, you can play the podcast with the help of your smart speaker by simply saying, play the podcast Sweeten Up with Jeff Spencer. Thank you as always to my best friends, the guys who make it all possible, post-production and music Morgan Lutzi, production and art director Kurt Vinci, editor and writer Nick Passacretta, and a special thanks as always to Devin Sapelli. My guest on the podcast next week is a star on a continual rise and one of the greatest of all time, Mr. Dan Cardos. Chef Dan Cardos is a Connecticut legend and the owner of Oranoke and Oranoke Birdhouse in Stratford, Connecticut, as well as Oranoke Birdhouse in Milford and Oranoke Creamery. And he also has Oranoke Food Truck. Basically, Dan Cardos has all your bases covered. He is known as the Chicken Sandwich King, the founder of Liberty Rock Tavern and the absolute pride of Stratford, Connecticut. He has worked with some of the great chefs of our state, as well as traveled the country opening bar taco restaurants and so much more. When I say Chef Dan Cardos has done it all, I mean it. And recently, he won Guy's Grocery Games on the Food Network, making CT proud. Do not miss this episode. But until then, you know the deal. Stay safe, stay healthy, love you all, peace.